but we're on the road. I can't believe we're finally doing this. We are having the first ever annual Eva Canero Draft League meetup. It's been a long time coming, but we're on the road, Bowler, and we're heading north. We're heading the lead, and we're going to see the chaps. This is revolutionary things that are going on this season. So, what better way to celebrate it what than in person? What better way? To just hug them and hold them and say it's all everything's gonna be alright. Uh, guys, you, you're all gonna make it. There's always next year for half a year. Mainly Aaron. Uh, and please stop spanking us so hard in the tally. Uh, North versus South, I know, I know it's nearly a fate complete, but guys, ease up. Steph, slow down. Slow down. Let us catch up. But bowler, as you can yeah. tell, I'm so excited. The only thing is we have three hours. Why is the north so far? It's like, do they do they only just have one road that you can drive down to get here? Like, come on, catch up already. I know you're good at foot fantasy football, but you, you need to get catch up with the south in some things. Do you know how this could be solved? How can this be solved? If they just move south. This would make the Eva Caniero complete. Come on, guys. You've heard it there. You've heard the beacon. You've seen the bat signal. Bat. Do the thing. Collect Robin, Nightwing, Batwoman, probably Aaron, and uh, another one. <laughs> With the yeah. Red Hood. Red Hood. Uh, get get them down here. Get the game together. Who can do this more often? But Bowler, I'm very excited, as you can tell by my voice. The only, the only thing is, what what can we do to pass the time? Well, I guess we could think about what's happened in the league. Oh, then ask us. Ask you some questions about what's gone on with this league so far, shall I? Sorry, Bowler. You've got me in a car for three hours. It's just you and me. We're, we could talk about anything in the world. We could talk about politics. We could talk about the climate, the global warming, which is facing this, a pandemic in itself. And you just want to talk about the Eva Canero and reflect is, and lament. It is the only thing that matters in England right now. It is the talk of the town. Bowler, I'm in. Let's talk about the season we've had so far and who is thriving and who is already looking ahead to next season. Let's go. Bowler, question me, baby. Okay, got a good one here to start with. Which manager's going to win here this year? Oh, isn't that the question everyone wishes they had the answer to? Can I be honest with you? I'm going to have to say me, Bowler. And I'm going to tell you why. I know I'm going to make the playoffs. But I can't go into the playoffs and not back myself. Surely you can appreciate that. I have to just believe. Believe I can do it. This is my season. While I would like to say that there's a certain level you should back yourself. And you're, it's a very good season you're having. Um... There is a certain level of uh, lack, me... lack of awareness of your team's ability. Well, you're calling me deluded. I w well, if, if the word fits. If the shoe fits. <laughs> is it size 11? Um, so, Bowler, uh, look, you have to understand. I've won it once before, as you know, when you were my assistant. Lies, but okay. You, when you were my assistant, I appreciate all you did for my team that season. But I, I need to do it by myself. I you... don't like how this narrative has changed from 
you being my assistant to it, and then now I'm suddenly your assistant. Bowler, I'm a peacock, goddammit, you gotta let me fly. I need to do this, and this could be the best opportunity I have in a long time to finally, like, last year I had a taste of it. I got to the playoffs and lost to El, El Diablo. And anyway, damn it, it's not gonna happen again because El Diablo is obviously gonna be in the tightest. We all know that. But Bola, it's gotta be me. What, what do you think, Bola? Who do you um, think's gonna win it? I would put it between, it's between Bat and Steph right now. Um, maybe this is being hyperbolic for Steph's incredible form at the moment. However, it's a team that is now these players are looking strong to finish the season. You've got Saka who is looking a lot better. Nunes, who is um as bad as Liverpool are, he is actually getting chances and he will eventually start scoring them. And I just Steph's got a great but Bat has got Haaland, he's got Trossard now at Arsenal, he's got a resurgent Rashford, he's got Havertz who's been chopping in with goals, so it's between those two who's going to win it. Do you know what? You're not insane, and I don't blame you for picking that because those are two strong sides which are to be feared. They need to be taken seriously. And I, I look forward to beating both of them in the playoffs when I lift the Eva. So until then, boys, we'll see you in the final. One of you, at least. If only we could hear what the others thought about this. You took the words right out of my mouth. I wonder what everyone else thinks in the league on this question. I wish we had a way to find out. Wait, I can hear something, Bowler. Is it? We are near the north. Whatever that sound was, was the gateway. Don't watch the opening of Stranger Things. <laughs> Which manager is going to win the Eva this season? Wow. If I am being brutally honest, I do think the playoffs are going to stay as they are, which is myself, Miller, Bat, and Stefan. I think those four men are going to reach the playoffs and reach playoff glory. Now, as for who's going to come out of those four, I genuinely believe it is between myself and Luke Smith. Because of the Haaland card, Miller's just give me eyes. The Haaland card, because on any given week, Haaland can score three goals and he's Defoe's gonna be loose captain. And that is, you can't beat that. So I feel like the playoffs with those three Northern boys and Miller is gonna be a spicy affair, but it's between me and Luke Smith. And that is my answer. Uh, Aaron Price, easy. Care to expand? I'll make a late runoff. I'll make a late push for the playoffs and uh, Mo Salah will prove me wrong that he's not a fraud. Next question. I think it's going to be Bathew. I think Haaland is going to be, um, he's going to turn it on towards the, the business end of the season. I think that's going to carry him through those playoffs. Uh, Stefan. Why? Any clear reason? Um the best players I mean, isn't that how it works yeah the, the, more, the, the better players get more points therefore they win okay I'm saying me you know what I mean but you know it's football it can happen you know I like to say me but yeah we'll see we'll see still there's still plenty of games left you know I will I will say I will say myself I, I back myself to go all the way uh, I mean I've got the strongest team I look at the kind of 
dynamics of the group, and we've seen everyone come like a lot of flex players. I know I've got a lot of solid players. However, they're the ones that bag points. I mean, Haaland, he's a boy. Um, Rashford's cleaning up. Martinelli, top goal scorer for Arsenal. It's just, it, it, it's written. It is written, boys. I'm winning this one. I think you can make an argument for any of the top five, especially Steph with the run he's on. Obviously, we'll back myself. Outside of that, I think that's the one set up for it best. Just a lot of heavy hitters. Everything moving really well. Stefan. Really, really interesting. That's so weird that we can hear them so vividly and clear, getting closer and closer to the north. I don't know about you, Bowler, but I think everyone really benefited from having everyone contribute rather than just our real credible opinions. But I feel like they need, do need to hear our dulcet tones as well, so... Absolutely. The mellifluous voices of ourselves in the south coming to the north to tell them that Queenie, even though she is gone, her English will be spoken like this. We are coming in their ears in person this time soon. Oh God, I've never heard someone say that back to me. That does sound a bit wrong, but I love it. <laughs> tell me, tell me who to play the man. Play the man. Oh God, Bowler, ask me another question before <laughs> I crash. Okay, so we're gonna go completely opposite way. Get who it. is going to be the tightest this year? Ooh, that's a great question, Bowler. I'm so glad we have three hours to kill to discuss it. Uh, can I be really obvious and really boring? El Diablo, the commissioner, absolutely is going to be the title. He doesn't care. He won it last season. It, it's, it's no longer something that he needs to do. That drive is gone. It's a shame because you see it happen and eventually it normally isn't exiting. You know what? He's an OG. Respect where respect is deserved. He has earned his stripes. But come on, man. You want to go for double glory, surely. But instead, he's just going to be the tightest. Real underwhelming team, real underwhelming performances. And if you want any more proof, what was the team he put out for game week 19? Um, well, there was a there was a lot of lot of people who uh, shirked their responsibility in, in that in that week. Uh, his team uh, did not like to pull up their weight. It was all some people might call them ghosts. Ghosts, I love that the ghost team. Yeah, they well to be fair. The Excel sheet was all white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my answer, Bowler. What do you think? Well, I'm going to be slightly contrarian. I don't think that Joe will be the tightest. I think it's too obvious. We need Ooh. a storyline to end the season. Go for it. Story me, baby. Luke Nichols. Dun, dun, dun. Because he really wants to be the king of Spain. Yes. And he is... He is he is already one of... Between him and Ian for Kings of Spain. Now, what would really make him a King of Spain is someone who had left their their gracious, their glorious lands to Lanzanuta, win the league, win the title, win everything. They, got, they went on the road to El Dorado and then they came back and they tried to come back to Spain. But no! Luke, banish them to Portugal! And he then truly reigns as King of Spain. You should do dungeon mastery or storytelling, because that, mate, I almost forgot where I was. I forgot that I was on the M1. You can never be truly off the M1, though. Oh, isn't that just a metaphor for life? <laughs> uh, Bowler, 
you know what? Really good answer. I'm really interesting. Uh, that will be really fun to reflect on when we come to May at the end of the season. Uh, but we're just two people out of ten. Surely there's a way to find out what the others think. Don't you think? One second. I, I think I'm getting a phone call. Uh, I think it's it's the league. They're, they're phoning. <laughs> Which manager's going to be in the tightest? Well, will be the tightest. Well, I mean, I feel like this is the easiest question of them all. Um, it's definitely going to be our commissioner, Joe Bignall. He is a disgrace, a liability, a fraud, a fool. And after all, he is known as one name and one name only, the corrupted one. And that sums up my answer, Joe Bignall. Joe Bignall, unfortunately. Our commissioner is, <laughs> he's claimed that he's going from hero to zero. And unfortunately, I think, I understand his kind of principles, but it will be, it will end in failure. Obviously, I'd, it's between Joe. I know that. I don't even know who's, who else is bottom. You know what I mean? I can't see that far down. Aaron. But, you know. Oh, it's Aaron, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's between them two then, isn't it? You know? I've been down there. I didn't fancy it, so uh, I actually... I, uh, you had a great know, record. Yeah, I set myself and, you know, I'm up there now. Sorry, guys. But, you know. Joe Bignall. <laughs> Easy. Next question. Between Joe, Aaron and Rich for me, and as a fan of a dynasty, I'm going to take AP for his third Titus, bringing it home, doing the good work. Um, Aaron and Joe. Who's, who, would, who would lose out of Aaron and Joe? Uh, Joe. Any reason why? Uh, he's shite. <laughs> it's got to be Joe, hasn't it? I can't see past anyone except Joe getting that. Aaron. I don't know if I agree with that, what he said which I definitely know the answer because I could definitely hear him in his car. I, I think that is the most controversial opinion I've ever heard from whoever you are talking beforehand. I, I think they need to take a good hard look at themselves, whoever they are. But... They, they besmirched the name of Eva with oh, those things. You know what? Eva's going to have a way with them. And look out for the next season. That's all I'm going to say. Look out. You know who you are. Seems like such an Aaron thing to say, doesn't it? Oh, Aaron, what happened to you? Oh, hold on, do you the only way to distract me? Another question? More questions, please. Well, we've we've asked questions about the league, about the league positions. I've now got a new question for you. This is about managers' abilities. Oh, scathing report. Here it comes. Thank you. So, th we all agreed there is a certain element in there's certain skills you have to own. You have to draft your team well, mm -hmm. but also. Need to make pickups right. Oh, crucial. So now, who is the best at pickups? Who is the best at pickups? Well, only one name comes to mind. That's our former commissioner, Ian Bailey. Do you want me to tell you why? He's on it. He has spreadsheets, he does research, he becomes obsessed. Eva controls him. He is the puppet, he is Pinocchio. And the best thing is, he's never tasted her sweet nectar like we have. But it's his driving force. It's the thing that makes him as good as pickups it is because he's desperate. He desperately needs to suckle at the teat of Eva, understand why she is the way she is, why she is glorious, why she is mysterious, and why she is so coveted. 
I, there is there is an element of truth to what you're saying. There All is, of it was truth. There is there are some parts of it that are pure fanciful fiction, but oh, I I feel suckling at the teat there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, well, you've never suckled at a teat, have you? <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> um, now, I can understand naming Ian as the best pickups. I, can, I, I do understand to agree, but you know, you say you've got to back yourself. That best pickup is moi. <sighs> um, now, Ian is far more tactical with these things. He, he reads up on the stats. He reads up on the previews. Who is signing? Him. Who could he play for? How what tactical setup can he go for? I do that on a light version, like a diet version, you know, like a cool person version, like not the nerd version. It's fine, but um, I also have something here, my gut that tells me when someone is right, and when I when I when they're when they're still right and I drop them and they're still the right person, but someone else gets them. It's fine because I spotted them first, so they're still my success stories. Two things, Paula. One, I swear all you do is do a knee-jerk reaction and panic and copy Ian because you are his lap cat. Um, excuse me. And second of all, you need to take your gut back and get it analysed or replaced because surely it's not working by looking at your standing. I'm sorry, um, how, how many people in the league um, have won multiple levers? Well, I've granted, yes, I've only won, but I'm hoping to win my second this season. One, never going to happen, and two, that is uh, my name on the, on, the, on the placard, not yours. Bowley, don't irritate me. No I'm... one remembers a Steve McLaren. Oh, you take that back! <laughs> now this is getting pretty spicy. What would what what do we think our other competitors think on this subject? Well, I don't care right now. You've called me Steve McLaren, but let's hear what they have to say. Uh, Jordan Shelman. See, I feel there's, there's some of us who are active, and some who are inactive. I'm I'm in the inactive category. I'm fine with that. Um, and some of the active category who were shit at it though. Joe's that one. Um, Egan, I don't know, where's he at in the league? Does he do much? Fifth. Yeah, it's nothing really. He's pathetic. Um, <laughs> Stefan and Luke, although they're near the top, haven't done much on pickups as far as I'm aware. I don't get it wrong, I don't really fucking pay attention. Um, so let's see who's in the top four. Oh, you are, aren't you? Oh, okay, never mind. You are? Yeah, let's see, you're good at pickups. Alex Miller is good at pickups. Apparently. Um, I am, he's not. The only manager I know for pickups is Ian. Uh, between him and Joe, you know what I mean? But Joe, Joe picks up, I don't even know who they are. You know what I mean? Chuka Wukawemba, I ain't got a clue who that is, and I had to Google a few of his players. Fucking Poro. Yeah, Poro, I don't know who it is, you know. Sounds like a birdseed uh, brand, but you know I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. But no, it's probably probably Ian. I think Ian puts a lot of, a lot of time in it. And, he, and, he, and he's yeah, he's well versed. And when he picks up players, I'm I'm always gutted because I'm like very close to uh, doing the same. But yeah, probably Ian. I think on basis it's it's Steph because he's won the Mario sweepstake. He picked up Almiron. He's had Shah for a long time. Ericsson's been doing really well under him, although. Second place for that, I'd have to give to Alex Miller. That's right, mate. You've been good. Shaw and Botman, excellent picks. And there's been a couple that have looked good and maybe just haven't quite delivered, but they've they've had the uh, they've had the maybe Bailey seal of approval on them. I mean, you've got you got the step really, haven't you? He's a flex player. He's 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 bagged Almiron, 
he's bad Rodrigo. Boys are bringing in like points, aren't they? So Steph has got he's got an eye on the game, he's got an eye on the ball, and um, yeah, he manages good pickups. That's tricky. Normally, normally I'd say that me, Ian, and Bowler are some of the best at pickups, but that is not true this season. Um, Steph maybe has been making some really good pickups. Which manager is the best at pickups? Obviously, there's a reason we call him Ian Bailey, smoking those, tasting those tea leaves, is because he reads the future. And let's face it, he's ended up with um, Mudrick, which I think is a good pickup. Uh, so I have to say that Ian Ian puts a lot of work in. So I'm going to go with Ian Bailey. Miller. Miller. Miller does a lot of good pickups. Miller. <laughs> Band. I just thought he's always active, and I'd like to say there's some players I'd think, yeah, good pickup. I'd, yeah, Miller. Do you want me B- to bat and, Ian, bat and Ian in a close second? Do you want me to work the balls first or the shaft? Shaft, mate. Shaft. Ian. Well, I hate to say it, but they had some points there, don't you think? That certain person who said that certain thing at that certain time. It's, it's made me question everything I believed, but also makes me sure in what I believed. It, it, it grabbed my attention so much that somehow I've ended up in Wakefield. Time flies when you're having fun. I need to turn around. We've gone the wrong way. I, I was just so confused by that answer. But anyway, Bowler, question me. Okay, well, we've spoke about skills of a manager. Now, possibly the most important thing for any manager in the EVA. Who is the luckiest? Ooh, and luck is a big thing in this league. And Eva smiles down the luckiest every season she picks them, who is the most devoted. Uh, my answer this season, it must be Newcomer Rich. Do you know why? There's no way he's got through on skill and knowledge and just general ability. Luck has smiled on him to even give him a shout of a possible fourth place finish in this season. But as it all happens to us, luck is going to run out. That boy, for some reason, has come into this league and somehow thought he could just walk it. I'm, I'm not sure who he thinks he is, but I'm just so glad Chelsea are having a bad season because he's very Chelsea friendly. And I think that's what's held him back this season from actually having any real success. A fair point. Um, I think I've got a short list of a couple of managers I think could be on this and then off. So I think there could be an argument for, for, for Bat, because Haaland dropping that, that far down the list. Great point. Actually, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> there is also... Um, it's a wise. I think there is a certain element that Alex can be named uh, because uh, it's, there's only so much you can play the man <laughs> and that relies on a lot of luck for that man not scoring well. My first round pick has been out for weeks. That's not luck. Yes, but it doesn't matter if they go out for that however long if you're still winning by an odd point or do, or someone not naming a team. I won 66 nil. That's not luck. <laughs> Actually, that may be yeah, yeah, okay. Luck. That is the definition of luck, okay. have it? Um, but my final choice is Mr. Johnny Snelling. <gasps> not the co-host. Now, this... I'm. Some people might argue I'm picking luck because of their performances. No, 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 no. He is a he is a Titus continuum. He is triple threat. He is he is a triple threat Titus. 
he should be down where he belongs. But no, luck would have him soaring high. But don't worry, Icarus. I Icarus is coming. His wax wings will fall apart and he will be back where he belongs next season in the Eva. Even more point productions? I mean, um, we're, we're, we're having a meetup with other members of the league. Johnny is definitely going to tamper with other people's lineup and abuse junior members. I can't laugh at that because I actually believe that he did nothing wrong, but we'll discuss that later. Our beautiful commissionership would never make a mistake. Bowler, why have you got brown all over your nose? Um, I was trying to get as close as I could. Oh, right, okay. But you know what, Bowler? I love hearing what you have to say, but not as much as I love hearing what everyone else has to say. Play the tape! The luckiest. I'd probably say myself, to be fair. <laughs> fucking, uh, you know. <laughs> I woke up one day and now fucking I were on clouds. I was like, shit! What is happening here? What is happening here? I don't like it. I got a nosebleed straight from the start. But now, uh, yeah, probably say it myself. Luckiest manager, um, it's probably you, mate, I'm afraid. Um, not even gonna back that one up with any uh, evidence. It's just a feeling. Uh, Stefan, he's got a fucking midfield full of flex players that are all returning for him. <laughs> Definitely Stefan, the lucky son of a fucking cunt. Next. Probably me. Yes. <laughs> and you do you think any particular reason you're lucky or? Um, I put the least effort in and I'm not bottom. Agreed. That was my initial rationale. <laughs> I think it has to be Richard because Richard, Richard doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And yet he finds himself mid-table in a very competitive league. So for me, that is pure, pure luck. Follow the next question. Luckiest manager on points scored to league position is Richard. He should be ninth with those numbers. Aaron's had two wins this season, scoring only 33 points, but he's had a lot of uh, bad luck in other ways. And Rich has a bunch of very tight, low-scoring wins. Some call it playing the man. In this case, I'm calling it luck. Johnny. Johnny says that he's got, like, oh, I, um, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a great team and stuff. But you look at the, the points scored against the points against, and... Uh, I think he's been quite lucky in some of his matchups. I'm not saying he's not he's, he's not done very well because he has done very well, but I think he's been quite lucky. Miller. Oh, oh my God! Oh, thanks for waking me up there. I I, I nodded off. Oh. Some of those answers offered nothing to discussion. Do you think I should pull over? Because I shouldn't be driving when that tired. I expected spicier news than the what you are giving us right now, Eva. Now. I'm expecting better on my next question. Thank you, wake me up, come on. Quick fire, quick fire, off we go. Now, who is the most overachieving manager this year? Oh, easy, Steph. There's no way you get that high just on merit and ability, Steph, especially the last season. No offense, mate, I'm happy for you, but you're also Norvis, I've got a root against you. But I just think everything's come up trumps for it. Everything's come up millhouse for that boy. He's overachieving. At the start of the season, what have you used to say? Don't get a flex midfielder. Now look at him. Uh, it's luck. It's absolute luck. It's fortune. Uh, but then maybe he's done something to make Eva smile upon him. Uh, it's just, it's so goddamn lucky. And he could break the record, Bowler. He could break the record for the most win streaks, which is currently at 11. Well, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you saying Steph overachieving because 
He's, he didn't set a high bar last year and to suddenly smash records. No, I'm not having it. It's, I, I don't think I can argue against Steph. But now, what do you guys think? Which managers are, I am overachieving massively this season. I don't even have to think about that. I'm overachieving uh, because of my history. I I'm, I'm tend to be down the bottom of the table. I'm currently third. So I feel like I'm overachieving. On the basis of last season, you could say Steph, but his pickups have been so good. I, I don't think you can say he's overachieving based on the squad that he's got there. I think when you look at Johnny's squad, Trent first pick, Diaz second pick, who's been injured for three months, I think he's overachieved with that squad. So, Johnny, this is a testament to yours or Sarah's management this season, whoever's... whoever's uh, made the bigger contribution it's probably Steph he's only scored a little a little bit more than me and he's top of the bloody table Stefan definitely 100% Stefan yeah I say me or uh, I don't know I don't know I think Johnny yeah I like Johnny you know what I mean Arsenal fan but you know fucking get you know get his back down I feel like he's yeah nah nah too fair I rate him he's, he's a good lad he's a good lad sorry I've had a few beers here you know what I mean he's, no, he's, he's sound he's sound he's a good lad me yeah, agreed. Is it because you're not bottom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I put the least effort in, but I'm not bottom. Therefore, I am overachieving. Luckiest. Um, I, I don't think luck. I think well drafted, well planned That's out. Not a question. Who's the luckiest? No, no, no. no this was this was that was the last question. Please, can you please pay attention? Can I go back to a question? Who, whatever I said, he was good at. And he's not good at anymore. Um, <laughs> Steph really, aren't you? Just primarily because Titus last year, you know, he's he's gone. He's he's zero as a hero, really. Like everyone wants Steph to win, besides me. But Steph's uh, he's done very well, and uh, it's a win for the North. So Johnny with Miller a very close second. Johnny only edges it because Sarah is the actual one managing his team. Now, now we've heard that, we're gonna go straight to the next one. Who is the most underachieving manager? Oh, underachieving? Excellent question. There's so many to pick from this year. There's you, there's Nichols, there's Ian. Uh, you know, could you argue Joe? You might have to go with Joe. He's a winner. He won it last season. So how can you not say he's underachieving by being dead last? But if I have to be honest for consistency, it's got to be Nichols. Nichols has not, never not been in a playoff contention since I've been in this league. And for all of a sudden, he's just lost so, you know, he's gone and walked into the woods, map upside down, turn his phone off. Where are you, Nichols? Come back. Send the flare up. My God, man, everything okay? It's just a shame. You hate to see one of the greats maybe stay in the game longer than they should. But what, what about you? Are you saying you think Nichols has gone a bit senile in his old age? I, I, do you know what? You said it, not me, but I'm agreeing with it. Um, but, you know, I feel like I, I have a, I'm underachieving this year. You're, you've made a fair point. However, the biggest underachiever so far, Aaron Price. <gasps> I forgot about Aaron. A previous winner, and Joe's, pre Joe's the last winner, yes. But Joe got 10th pick. Oh, Aaron had first pick, and he is ninth. Well, that's what you get for taking Grealish in the second round. So, yeah, can you imagine picking an awful midfielder in a Manchester club? I Second round. I could pick Manchester Club, but not awful. <laughs> Bowler. Uh, who did you pick again? Um, 
So guys, uh, do you want to give your input on who you think the most underachieving manager is? That would be swell. Who are you talking to? Um, hello? I, wait. Coming! Oh, I can hear voices again, Bowler. First team to break a thousand points in the league this season, only in fifth. I think that sums that one up. That's me. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going on, from what I know from people's teams, who I think, you know, sometimes you draft players and think they should be doing mint, and I, they're just not. Aaron first round pick. I mean, I, Aaron shot myself in the foot. Aaron was shite. Uh, I, 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 I have no sympathy at all for Aaron. Nice. Um, he is pathetic. Um, I'd say me. No, you, think, you think you should do him better than this? Yeah. You can't, you can't be overachieving and also... I think I can be. I think I can be overachieving in terms of the effort I put in, but underachieving in terms of the players I've got. I think they should be doing better. I thought Raheem Sterling would lit, light it up at uh, Chelsea. That's fair. Um, I thought Mason Mount... Like, Chelsea are 10th. They should not be 10th. Or, or 9th, whatever they are. Yeah. Right, I, 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 I would say from, from the point of what I put into it, I'm overachieving. From the point of players that I have, I'm underachieving. Yeah, like and there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. I think he's got a bowler. He puts a lot of kind of... <laughs> he puts a lot of ownership. He, he makes he makes the right kind of decisions when it comes to draft day. But it's not working out for him this year, unfortunately. Chain of Tancho. Um, it will get better for him. <laughs> It might do. It might get better. <laughs> um, but I think you. I think because you you put so much into this, you know, the, the Eva itself. You deserve more. Underachieving Joe. Joe's underachieving. Joe's a veteran of the league. Joe, Joe knows a lot. Joe's Joe has uh, failed to win, but he's been here a long time, and yet he finds himself at the bottom. Miller is overachieving. <laughs> I mean. I think that's me, if I'm honest. I usually, um, in or around the top four, I've never missed out on it before. And I am having an absolute shocker this season, despite scoring a relatively decent amount of points. So, yeah. Me. First pick's fucking Salah. Fucking the fraud himself is on my team. Me is 100. And my team as well. Like, my team, like, one fucking through to 15, you could make an argument to not drop because they've got the ability in them to, like, return. But my team is just fucking underperforming. Me, 1,000%. Underachieving? Well, you got to say Joe, haven't you? But I don't know if he's doing it purposefully. You know, because, you know, from the, the champion to, to the bottom, you got you got to say Joe. There's no question in it, you know. But it's just one of them if he's, if, if he's bothered or not. He's, like, he's won it now, so, you know. Joe slash me slash El Diablo slash... Now, Alex, this feels like we're getting quite close to Leeds now, so I'm running out of some time for these questions. That I spent a long time preparing for this car journey, so are you ready? Oh, no, I think I think I can do this. Go, go, okay. go. So, who is the most switched-on manager in the league? Oh, switched on. Uh, well, I'm tempted to say Ian. Do you know why? Because he's so on it with all his spreadsheets. He goes the extra mile for prepping, but. I'm going to have to give it to my boy Jay Snell. Jay Snell has shown us a side which we've never seen before, but he is capable. He is able to play amongst the big dogs and he can reap the benefit. So my, my answer, Johnny Snelling. I'm going to go Ian 
because he is always on top of every single transfer email, every single movement of players. Anytime that someone's got a slight knock, he is on it and ready with their replacement. Game week starts, one minute in, he's dropping players, picking them up. It's Ian who is switched on right now. It does make you feel bad about yourself and your abilities, doesn't it, sometimes? So now, swapping it the other way, who's the least switched on? Oh, easy, Joe. Where is he? They kind of a name a team sometimes, but also, in the chat, little contribution, not getting involved, couldn't even make it up in the car with us to see the boys up north. It's just real poor from the person we call commissioner, so it's definitely Joe. So I feel like I would want to say someone else. I think there's, you've got Rich who's had some issues with his team this season where some captains have not been named, a team name not, not named here and there. However, I sorry Joe um, but it, it's you, uh, you there's, there's very minimal pickups you let your team be god god awful for god. quite a long time god awful and you let there be a huge gap to make up so yeah it, it's Joe and, and yeah. even that the warning sign the warning sign came on as soon as you said the name say it again it might come on Joe Joe Nope, okay. Da okay, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, um, now, final question. You said, we said we covered switched on. We've covered least switched on. Okay. But who do you fear the most in the EVA? Oh, who do I fear, Bolo? What do I fear? I fear death itself. But more importantly, I fear failing my father and not winning the EVA on the fourth time of asking. Oh my God, will I ever amount to anything? Will I ever do anything in my life, Bowler? Is this all that is left in life to achieve? Oh, you meant, oh, in the league, you meant in the league. Sorry, I misinterpreted the question there. Um, it's gotta be the luckiest one, the overachieving one. It's gotta be Steph, out of the blue, sophomore year, coming out with that team, sleeper team as well. You know, the likes of Almiron, Mares has found some strange form. Even Nunes has come up with points. And don't forget, little Chili, Saka. Look, gotta respect Steph. He's a gooner like myself. You know, we have chats, we talk and catch up quite a bit. But, you know, he's also picking up players, you know. He's just picked up Emerson Royale after his header against uh, City. He's, he's to be feared because he's got, he now invested. He's now got something to play for. And that is to be feared. Uh, I, Joe, I, where are you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't dispute that Steph is someone to fear. But I feel the most feared is someone who's like a guttural reaction. You look at the fixtures and you're like... Fuck no! I've got them. There. I've got them this week, and do you know what? It's it, it has to be bad. He, it's not even because he's got a strong team. Where you've got your Rush Rashfords, you've got your Trossards, you've got your Havertz. Great signing, by the way. You've got you've got these players to be fair. No, it's it's that one man. It's the robot Erlen Holland because it's just oh he's going to be captain. I've got to go against a hat trick this week. It doesn't even matter if he doesn't score a hat trick that week. That is already in your mind. Well, look, this is a safe space. You can let it all out. You, the M1 will He, he lives there. He lives. He, I'm never free. I, I love that answer. It was a close second for me, but it's just the, the form of Steph at the moment is something just to, it's immeasurable at the moment. It, it doesn't make sense to me. 11 wins in a row. He's claimed everyone. He's got names. He's kicking butts. He's chewing bubblegum. And he's all out of bubblegum. He's just having a great time. I mean, I hadn't considered with the 11 wins that he's made his way through everyone in one cycle. And now he's starting the cycle again. Oh, it's just... Yeah, he's climbing that mountain and no one's... No one's... 
testing him. That's the worst part. And maybe it's a little bit of luck, but at the same time, he's adapting his squad. He's constantly updating it. That's what I mean. It's, it's already a formidable squad. But for it to just grow and adapt, that's scary. It's a virus. That's what it is. <laughs> he's, un he's inevitable, is he? He's a virus. Steph, you're a virus. <laughs> Stop it. Where's the cure? Give me the shot inoculation. Oh, bowler. Do you know what? That was really good, but... I feel like I'm about to miss our turning. Uh, I, do you know what? I need someone else to take the wheel. What, what do you reckon the rest of the people think about that? The rest of the managers? Should we find out? Let, let, let's go find out now. Voices, come in. Which most managers switched on? What, like in terms of fantasy football? So you interpret, you interpret. How you right? interpret it? Well, if it's to do with life, I pick myself. Uh, <coughs> deluded one. If it's <laughs> deluded one. If it's to do with who is most switched on to the ins and outs of fantasy football. I mean, Bowler's got his finger on the pulse. Bailey, Miller, they've all got the finger on the pulse. But yet the Southern boys are not doing too well. So I'm going to say, controversial, the most person who's most switched on, Luke Smith. Luke Smith's team is wild. Rashford, Martinelli, uh, Haaland, absolute scenes. Most switched on, Ian. Got to be Ian. Ian is on the point when it comes to potential pickup, potential kind of winner... He's always Ian. He's uh, he's the boy, and he's the you know, he he created this shit. So let's crack on. <laughs> I think I think on the basis of me really liking a lot of Miller's pickups, frustratingly, I uh, I'm gonna tip it to Miller on this one. Um, been, you've been making good pickups, is your mate? Switched on. I don't know. Like to see myself. You know, uh, I'll be cocky and say that, but I don't know, um, you know. Ian, maybe? Yeah, that's a tricky one. Steph and Johnny are pretty switched on this season, which is a bit scary, really. But yeah, mm, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Ian for that one. Ooh, battle Ian, battle Ian, battle Ian. Ian, hundred percent. Ian, I Ian's always switched on. Oh God, not me. Uh, <laughs> I guess Ian. Yes, you wish spare time in his hands. Well, considering I didn't name a team last week, I'm struggling. But this year I've been very invested. So the least hands-on manager has got to be Richard because he didn't name a team and changed his captain. So he's least hands-on. Me. <laughs> I don't know. I say Nichols because uh, I don't know. So if I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know his team. I don't know his team to be honest. Oh, oh, oh Bowley, you know what I mean. You're a lovely lad. Oh wow. But you know, I don't. I don't know your teams. I just yeah. But I, I don't know to be honest. Um, I mean Joe. I he barely involved this season. Seems to be uh, focusing on the commissionership, which you know we'll see how that goes for him. Richard. Literally, you don't even know. I guarantee you, if I went in there and said to him, name, name the 20 Premier League teams, he'd get to about 16 and freeze. I thought this was called the Jonathan Snelling Award. But as he's brewing away, um, like all preconceptions this year, I think, I think it goes to uh, Richard Marrington this year, taking it on. Rookie season's tough. Tough to uh, be as involved as you'd like to be. It's probably Rich, really. Um, he's got. He has a strong team of paper, but he's not made any pickups. Or I don't know. Um, just kind of. Yeah, I, just, I think Rich. Yeah. 
just not he's not done enough. But it's his it's his trial year, so it's fine. Easy one. Myself, Joe, the failed commissioner. See what happens, Joe, when you don't submit voice notes. I do it for you. Which team do I currently fear the most? It has to be Bat because of the the unpredictability. Because he can go from scoring 24 points to scoring 84 points. And we did a recent podcast where we discussed a midweek matchup. What, what podcast is that? It's the Our Friend Hindsight. Thank it was a great episode. Uh, but Bat went from scoring, I think it was 21, 24 points, and then scored 84 the following week. And he, he's just, he is the roller coaster of the league. And you never know what you're going to get. None of them. <laughs> Absolutely none of them. Like, I'm, I'm fully committed to that I am winning this shit this year. Like, I have got the strongest team. I drafted well. I pick up well. I am... Uh, I don't I don't think Steph or Johnny's team or Miller's team could sustain the charge. I have the boy. I have the solid... <laughs> I have the solid... We can record this saying that we've, we've both... We've all been on our health. B is a fresh... Opinions are maybe, <laughs> maybe diluted. But yeah, I've got myself. Of course, I do. I've got to myself. You got to fit the bat. He's got so many big weapons that could go off. <laughs> well, probably everyone at this point. <laughs> um, my records uh, post World Cup is um, abysmal. So. Every every game brings me fear at the moment. Bat, he's got Harland, captain. Uh, it depends. If Ian's made pickups, it's Ian. But then it, it's whoever's whoever's behind me, you know. It's uh, you know whoever's behind me. And, uh, yeah, I don't. Um, it's that's one of them. I fear. I fear everybody. So I'm up top. I uh, you know I fear everybody. I'm scared. I'm a little bitch. I try and. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to do as best as I can, and you know, but now, um, uh... None of them. Who the fuck would I fear on this bunch of cunts? Imagine, like, if you were, if you were having a match with them, you assume you'd lose, for example. Like... Who would I assume I'd lose to? Nobody, because what's the point competing if you assume you lose? What's your attitude towards games, you lot? Jesus Christ, get a grip. What did you answer to these questions? Get this. Joe said no one. Really, honestly. No one, even though he's dead bottom, he fears no one. <laughs> well, that was actually quite riveting. Well done. Well done, those voices I can hear somewhere in the back of my car. How you got in here, I don't know. But fascinating. I feel like I learned something today. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? A day without learning is a day wasted. Okay, well, we're approaching the end of my questions. Um, I've got a few more to go, so... Please do. Go, 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 go. We talked about who you fear the most. Now, who do you think, when you look at those fixtures, you're like, boom, three points, in the bag, sorted. Oh, whoever... <laughs> is it Rich or Johnny or Joe, depending if they have a busy schedule and can't name a team? Well, uh, I mean... <laughs> That, that is pretty much the definition of a guaranteed three points. Uh, thank you for the goal difference, by the way, Rich. Really appreciate it. Uh, you're, you're taking the tax. You're good for the rest of the season. If, I, if I'm honest, right now, sitting in the north, thinking about if I had to face anyone right now and go, 
cool, that's three points. It's easy to say Joe, but I lost against Joe. So, you know what? Actually, probably not him. I think it would be Nichols, if I'm honest. It's such an underwhelming team. KDB, first round pick, not doing much. And Cancelo's dropped. And without looking at the sheets right now, because my eyes are on the road, Rishi Sunak, um, with my seatbelt on, I can't remember a, a player, to be honest with you. I, I like to think Chris Wood's in there somewhere, but probably not. Um, so I think it just has to be Nichols, just because there's no meat on that team. I mean, I'm going to agree with you and say Nichols, but for a bit of a different reason. Is I feel like his luck determines a, a lot of things. Even when he ended, he we went into that final game where he had three players to my three players, but one of them is captain and his first pick, and they get dropped for that last game, and I sneak a draw. Like yeah. it's you were lucky. You were lucky yeah. to get a draw. It was yeah. I didn't deserve. I didn't. I, there was no chance I should have a draw, and he loses Cancelo and KDB to being dropped to Pep Roulette. I feel like you should be saying yourself, Bob. I think that's what you're trying to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, you're I'm, a guarantee I'm, three points. You, you wish you could face yourself every week. Uh, yes, I mean, I wish I could. Uh, I'd be so high up at the table. <laughs> but also so low. So would you just be in the middle? Pretty much where I am. Bang average. Bang average. That's your wedding vows right there. <laughs> That's what, um, that's what someone tells Amber to do on the weekend. Bang average. Hey! Next question, please. So, um, going along the lines of... Uh, we're we're, we're going to go a bit of fun now with these questions. Oh, uh, so, we're all hilarious people in this league. Some more than others. Now, who do you think has been the funniest in naming their team? Who's got the best team name? Oh, it's got to be the newcomer, doesn't it? Oh, Richard. Lead by Arce Alonso. Racking <laughs> call it, call me childish. You know, I, yeah, I'm in my thirties now, but simple puns always get get me. Well done, well done. You brought some brilliant levity to the uh, the league. Uh, I think everyone else is, including mine, pretty poor. No one really thought of it. The only other one I think of is uh, childish Firmino. It's just because I like childish Gambino. Uh, yeah. Um. So there is uh, some. I think we were meant to go off there, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I, I was so into it, but I got. I've taken the wrong turning. Uh, same time, so it's fine. But anyway, um, I feel like yeah, there's been not a strong set of names to choose from. However, the best name is Return of the Jedi because Joe can do no wrong. Moving on. Okay, well, sorry. I'm on to the, I'm on to this question now. Is who is the smartest manager? the smartest uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna interpret that as in who was the smartest with the confines of the Eva League not you know general IQ you know how many degrees have you got I got three by the way but you know how many degrees you got all you know your general IQ um who is the smartest manager well right now in today's season is the smartest manager maybe Steph just because he's 11 games unbeaten and he's Picking players up left, right, and centre, which don't detriment his team, and he's a force we reckon with, and he's going to make the playoffs. And he came from having a flex midfield where he was mocked by many, certainly not by me. Don't you dare check the tapes. You know, apart from that, you know, you could argue Johnny because again, Johnny has stayed in the top four consistently since game week one. Yeah, I would say that was smart. Um, the rest of us, you know, apart from myself, I, you know, I, I know what I mean, but. 
everyone else has fluctuated between mid-table to top four to the tightest. So I wouldn't call that smart play. So you know what? I'm going Steph again. So, well, I think this there's a lot to consider with this question. There's the emotional intelligence of yourself. There we go. There is a, your, the work ethic you bring to the table. There is your general intelligence. There is your interpretation of all the stats and the figures and everything like that. And, you know, I, I find myself top of the class in a lot of these things. But, uh, sure, yeah. but I'm actually going to choose Bat as our smartest manager because he has spent years lulling everyone into a false sense of security to underestimate him at every turn for then here for then for this one glorious moment of where they leave people to drop Harlan to him this is all a long con of his since the very beginning he saw all that would be all that would happen he knows what is to come you wait so you're paying off smartness to just blind persistence eventually you're going to strike lucky if you keep doing it enough of times. Yes. Okay. Short enough. answer, yes. Fair enough. Each to their own. I don't, I don't completely disagree with you. Again, in the confines and in the reality of this season, Bat has been smart, like Johnny and Steph. Oh, God, the North. Why are they so smart? Oh, God. That Wait, they've been levelled up all right. Do you reckon it'll rub us on, off on us when we're up here? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling smarter already. I, I must say, it's bloody dreary and bleak up here isn't it You're, maybe that's maybe that's why I'm so good at this stuff there's nothing else to do up here that must be it it's too interesting down south too many distractions too many distractions that's why we've all we all we're all so distracted all the time alright well I'm going to try and find a place to park up Boulder. when I'm doing that do you reckon the rest of the league should tell us what they think I think that is the, the smart thing to do here ah I see what yeah. you did there so smarty pants yeah. <laughs> let's go Lamb week, Richard. <laughs> Richard or Joe, because one is the lamb and one is better than the buy, so I just don't know. Joe, big milk. Come on, man. Fucking hell, that's just stupid. You might have to name a team. Probably Joe. You know what I mean? But I say this and it'll do me dirty because I'm playing him next. So I'd probably say Joe and he'll do me like from like two points or something <laughs> from Kulisevsky captain. So I don't know, but you know. Yeah, I say Joe. Joe. Did anyone answer different? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, Joe makes a lot of very kind of varied pickups, um, but I think if Rich switches on, he could have a very good team. But I don't think he will. So I will say Rich. For for my three points this season, it's been Joe, as I've played him three times and I've won three times. But his team is looking a little bit more together now. I don't really think there's any other outstanding candidate, though. Uh, no one this season. Normally, normally that that is there's a couple in there. I was hoping it would be rich, but uh, it doesn't seem to be happening. Um, so I don't think there is a guaranteed three points this season. Rich, but really, it's me. We know it's me. I have a terrible team. Again, me, Joe Big Null. Best team name? Um, me, Jesus Walks, Gabriel Jesus. It's like, it's links to my favorite team. It links to my religion. 
and my music taste. Well, Kanye it's West. a three. It's a three-pronged attack. Me? Pumped up clicks. Fucking great. Hundred percent me. Thank you. It's in the Jedi. I will go for childish Fabino. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite a mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when I put mine in, Joe says something along the lines of, "That's different." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Nothing. It's just different." And I was like, "Well, that's what fancy teams were like a play on words." I was, yeah. mind. Uh, I was very su I was surprised that mine was considered different. Uh, but it makes a good. A good what, what yours? Fine brew. Oh yeah, shite. Oh Santiago. Yeah, shite. Yeah, I win. Um, best team name goes to Churrasco Park for reasons unknown. Honestly, no one. They're all shit this year. Hasn't been a good team name since Bumfica. That is my hottest take. Yeah, leave my ass Alonso. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. I don't like arse play, and that's fair. You know? So, uh, you know. To be fair, I've not tried it. Not, not, not in depth, anyway. You know what I mean? I've had a pinky, but you know, not 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 promising. So, yeah, probably uh, probably Richards, even Mars Alonso. Nichols just edges me on that one, but also I have small nipples. Just wanted you to know that. Wow, there's a long pause for a reason, folks, and that's because <laughs> that's because I don't view anyone very highly. Who's the smartest manager? Adam. Care to expand? <laughs> Adam's the smartest because he's thorough, he's resilient, he's intellectual, and he does a lot of reading. But Miller's also up there. It's basically, do you know? No, this is false premise. This is a false premise. I've just realised. I've just, I've just realised this is false. You guys claim to be the smartest and do the most work, and yet you find yourself behind Matthew. I'm second. And if I look I'm at Matthew's second. team, if I looked at the team, I'm second though. If I look, okay, yeah, you're doing well. Overachiever, you said. I, I love you. I love you, Miller. If if I look at the teams, I'd take Bat's team, which means he must be the smartest. <laughs> Therefore, I pick Luke Smith. Stop looking in his eyes. He shouldn't be here. Hi guys. Um. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Peace out. Uh, I would say me, but I'm not smart. I love my players. Smartest manager. Wow, that's a tough one. How you will. So not Nick Hill, he's thick. Bat, Bat's thick as well, just in general life, so definitely not him. Um, smartest manager. Not, not Joe, because he, he does things out of spite, and he's that sort of smart thing to do. Um, Richard's obviously a fucking idiot. I mean, you, Miller and Bowler, I mean, you two are still here, possibly. I forgot about Ian. Ian's a smart ex manager. He takes the risks. They might not pay off, but they're like in better smart risks. So, Ian. Who is the smartest manager? That's a tricky question. Because if you're just saying, if you're going off um, who is the smartest manager in terms of just level of intelligence, well, that's a very controversial and difficult one to, uh, to answer. If you're saying who is the smartest manager in the e at the EVA, I mean... <laughs> Uh, you're probably going to hate hearing this, but I think it's probably Ian. He He's probably the person who thinks the most about what's going on and plans out the most and um, is really tuned into what's going on in, uh, in football and in the league in general. Smartest? Probably say, uh, probably say Bowler, because it looks very... It looks smart, you know what I mean? I feel like he's... Uh, 
he's got that. You know what I mean, he's got. It looks like he's got a big IQ. But then you know, then you speak to him and it's yeah, it's fair play. But you Look, know, looks he, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, it's smart comes down to pickups and just general kind of. I suppose know how of the league, know how of the players, and I will. You, you got to know Ian. Ian makes them smart. He, he's he's stormed it in the last couple of weeks. He gets a lot of. I think Ian gets quite unlucky sometimes with these pick with his matchups, let's say. But um, but I think Ian's very much on it, and in terms of winning the league, or at least getting playoffs, at least you have to be switched on in terms of making pickups. So, Ian, I will now read a prepared statement that is not made under any duress. Our glorious leader will prevail, and I will repeat, I am not reading this under any duress. Our glorious leader is strong and kind and wise. I'm not reading this under any duress. Our glorious leader drinks the sun and eats the sky. They'll both go with him when he dies. Long live our commissioner. I said it. I said what you wanted me to. Look at me, I said it. Sorry. Oh, it's on like fantasy or just on the smartest? Oh, my, me? Jesus Christ, done, bye. <laughs> I said Alex Miller, definitely. I did not say Adam Bowler, don't question it. Why? Because he's an Arsenal fan, as am I. We all know North London is red. Up the Unas, and up my small nipples. Maybe next time I'll submit my own voice notes. Do you know what, Alex? Do you know what we really make this car, this car journey feel a bit better? Is if we get all of us just round together, just just chatting about things about the league. It would be nice to hear what everyone feels about topics in a sort of community environment, all together rather than individuals. So don't get me wrong, it was really interesting to hear what people had to say one on one. But let's see what happens to these managers and their answers when they're having to look their opposite manager in the eye. I think that sounds like a fun thing to do. But how do we get managers round the table at such short notice to pass the time in this car? Well, I've I've heard putting a drink in front of an in front of the Northern, they'll get them out. Northerners love drinking, do they? Well, it's uh, it's only it's only a rumor I've heard, and um, <clears throat> if this uh, weekend's gonna have anything to go by. Sounds like you've been already been on the weekend. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's see what the open roundtable questions had in store for us. Uh, I'm sure there's some tasty and spicy responses. How much time would you guys spend on your te- your each game for your team? About 20 minutes before, before kick-off. Stefan's going to take this question. How, how much time would you spend on your team before kickoff? About 20 minutes before. That's about it. I look panic and then like, shit, best get a team in. There we go. Stefan, that's a little bit rogue if you ask me. Because you're... Where are you in the league, Stefan? It depends. Uh, I think I'm up top, mate. I'm up top. Top. Top of the league, only 20 minutes. That's outrageous. Miller, thoughts? Uh, take about 10 minutes. That's prep for the team, making sure everything's spelt correctly. Uh, also, checking who I'm up against and who may have to do, pick up or drop. Miller, my loyal boy, what a great answer. I know you're a thorough kid. Thorough kid. 
Speaking of thorough, Aaron Price, thoughts, lineups? If I'm out of the country, I don't even think about it. <laughs> but probably about 15 minutes a day, every day up until the game. Hey. 15 minutes every single day, then 20 minutes on the actual day before kickoff. So when you say 15 minutes every single day, how many people do you ask for advice? Oh, 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 oh. oh we're getting into the knee and gritty, fans. Listeners, this is it. So, yeah, so I, I am an advisor. I do ask a lot of people, but you know who I don't ask? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason for that, listeners. There is no reason to ask Joe Bignall any questions vis-a-vis fantasy football. Because as you know from the most recent episode, Miller, what is he called? El Diablo. <laughs> right, have we got another question, Bowler? How long do you spend on your team each week? Uh, I get a notification on my phone and then I put my team in the same way I put in last week. Uh, I think Richard bases his team up on the whenever the Chelsea lineup is announced, on how many of his seven Chelsea players are playing that weekend. I'm sure, I'm sure. Richard is another one who I do not consult with for advice on my team. <laughs> yet, yet Richard is also above Aaron in the league. Whoa! Heard it here first, fans. Next question, next question. Okay, is drafting a team all luck or is it guesswork? Or is it guess it work? Is it all luck or guesswork? Is, that's all that is. is drafting a team all luck and guesswork? Sorry. Oh, right. Is it, yeah. is, is, draft, is drafting your team all luck or is it skill-based? Three rounds of skill, then all luck. I think we should pass the mic to somebody who I know does a lot of prep and often turns up to draft day with a laptop, spreadsheets and other colour-coded documents, and that's Alex Miller. It's all luck. It's all depending on whoever's officiating your go-karting race to determine where you finish at 10. Which I still maintain was absolute fucking bullshit because I didn't come the slowest. You're not sour about your, t- your team this year is all luck. Like, you, there's no preferences. <laughs> I picked Nunes. You picked the first one, that was it. Everyone else has just been like, oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, they do, oh, they do well. What's, what's the point? I said, I said, I, I picked Nunes and I'm first, you know what I mean? It, it is what it is. It's all luck, you know? It's not luck. It's not luck. Uh, is it, Rich? You pick up. Which is all about how credible your handwriting is so Ian can read it. If you, if you look at the players that are like, on the ball, I'd uh, But I will say anyone who picked up someone over Haaland can just put it on the look. Hi, future Alex here when editing this. I'd just like to point out that I had no idea that someone had taken this recording device into the toilet to record their feces dropping from their body. Very good. Well done, and make for a very good effect. Bravo, whoever you were, but I will find you, and I will kill you. Anyway, back to the recording, and to the round table. Enjoy. Oh, Ian Nichols. For the audience, two people raised their hands, three. and that was Aaron and Paul. I think there was about six Imagine people before. Imagine picking up someone who scored hardly any points for a team who went 10th in the league. Oh. Oh. Uh, Tottenham. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, for the record. I just wanted to give everyone a chance. I just want to get on the record. Oh. oh, for the record, Miller has just spilled. Miller's just spilled a G&T. And just like his season, Stefan has caught a gem <laughs> and has put it back in the glass. I'm a professional podcast host. Uh, right, Aaron, sorry, you had a quote. Salah is a fraud. Salah is a fraud. You heard it here first. Salah is a fraud. Anyway... Draft is you got Aaron who flipped a coin, 
for who he should pick up out of Haaland and Salah. They told him Haaland. I have an idea. I roll, I roll the dice. I roll the dice. I have an idea. Why don't we ask? Why don't we ask an independent adjudicator if they had the choice between Mohamed Salah or Haaland, who they would pick? Do we think that's a good idea? Hindsight's a beautiful thing. Okay, so I'm just going to go up to a random person in this bar, and I'm just going to say, "Excuse me, excuse me, miss." I was wondering if you had a choice between if you had a choice. <laughs> What's your name? Sarah. Sarah. If you had to pick between Mohamed Salah or Haaland, who would you pick? Obviously Haaland. Obviously Haaland. And that is a obviously. Obviously. If you picked anything else that I don't understand. Don't understand. Heard it here first, listeners. I wholeheartedly agree, which is why. I was the ballsy one to say, do you know what? Fifth round pick, I'm taking, I'm taking Farland. He was crying with laughter. He was like, I've got Harland. Ah! He's like, I've got Harland. I was like, all right, mate. Hey, draft day was crazy. This year, I, I put myself at Son. I put my arm behind my back. I tied it behind my back for this season. And it's, you know what? It doesn't fucking work. And the son way- of a bitch, it didn't work, did it? The weight of a ring is heavy. The weight of a ring. Right, next question. Next question. When you receive a trade offer, what is your mindset? <laughs> how did Ian Bailey get my number? <laughs> What's the angle? How am I being raped here? What's the, how am I being trade raped? What, yeah, where, yeah. Is, who, who's injured? Yeah, yeah. How far is my arsehole going to be opened up by this trade? Yeah. It's pretty much it. Can I just say, I do think as a league we need to be better when it comes to trades because the trade value of players has diminished because we're all so afraid of getting it wrong that no one ever trades anymore. What is a trade offer? So someone offers you a player and it takes your player in return. I haven't experienced this yet. We'll do it right now live on the pod. You for Arsenal defenders plenty of times, and he just says, he just says, get fucked. <laughs> I'm like, mate, let's have it, let's make a trade. I'll give you, get me uh, Zinchenko, and I'll give you thing, and he's like, nah, mate. It's on the table right now. You offer me anyone, I, uh, Stefan? I, I feel like you're portraying that falsely because I have, I've tried to trade with you many times, yeah. and wow. you've turned me down. Wow. You've turned me down, yeah. Luke Smith. I tried to get Rich, I tried to get Rashford off you. I tried to get Diaz off you and you straight wholeheartedly. Right, I'll do your Rashford to Diaz right now. I'm okay. okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did Sarah sign off on that? Oh. <laughs> They're saying that. Sorry, this is. Sorry, it's random, just random. Was... Pardon? It's just foul down me, Ron. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, back to the question. Alex, yeah. trades. Uh, avidly against him because I've been scarred before and I just don't trust any of you. What do you want? What do you know? What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? I don't I love trades. Um, I haven't done some in a while, but the ones I've done in the past worked really well for me. But, I mean, if someone comes to me a trade, I immediately open Twitter and be like, what the fuck has happened here? Is, is someone broken their leg? Is someone snapped their ACL and there's suddenly... And Ian, why are you always talking to me about this? Okay, um, how much preparation should you put into your draft? Aaron, could you go first with this one? Uh, at least three weeks with a planning. <laughs> at least. Three weeks like full time work. I've got told you, you need 20 of each players in each positions. You need, you, need, you need 20 attackers, 20 midfielders, 20 defenders, you know what I mean? You He's got it wrong. You need 50 defenders, 50 midfielders, 30 strikers, and 20 keepers. 
Basically, your full-time job goes out the window for three months until trade. Absolutely agree. A, a week in advance, you're putting that Excel spreadsheet together, you're updating everything, you're checking FBL ba database. Yeah, for a week, you work for either, not for your extra job. What is so heartbreaking is we all know that after your first two picks is absolute pop luck. Yes. You put in all that work and all that effort, and as soon as the first 20 names are done, it's whoever knows. <laughs> it's, a, a week, it's a week of draft prep, but I would say over the summer, you're still... A week? Yeah, you look at it a little bit, like you go, yeah. And then you got um, you got your whole summer of transfer rumors, who's signing who, and then like, oh, this deal is going to come over and happen just in time for after draft. This is very much uh, Alex Miller speculative picks. He loves this section. Who loves it? But can I just say, uh, linked to this question, very interestingly, is that some people put in a lot of draft work, and then, and then Joe Bignall, our commissioner, comes along and takes your draft work, scrunches it up and throws it out of a car window. Back, head's comment. It was out the window, it was out the car... Sorry, sorry, yeah, out, it was out the car window, out of a bedroom window, he ate it. It's just... It, it, so really, to... To be fair, if you turn up with your draft prep on the napkin, you, do, you deserve to be fucking thrown out the window. But to be honest, like, there is... Considering your success in this league, to have gone through that on draft day for four years in a row, Really? You, I tip my cap to you, sir. You say your success in the league, the one season of success, isn't it? His success is, ba his success is based one on season. four players' feelings to pick yeah. Alan first. Off topic. Off topic. Can we move? Move to the next one. I'm going to glass you. <laughs> I've got him. I've got him on the line. Um, but... Uh, what is the main influence behind your captain choice? Uh, who, well, it's always, for me personally, it's usually an Arsenal player. It's either Nketiah or Odegaard at the moment. My loyal boy, Miller, take over. Uh, it's generally who has the uh, most likely return for you that week. It's normally one of the big six. And for me at the moment, it's Bruno or Phil Foden. Nice, nice. Stefan, captains, what's your... Sorry, uh, our, our, our most recent uh, guest to this podcast... Our independent adjudicator has just made a comment about Phil Foden. Care to repeat? Every time Phil Foden's on my fantasy, he does shite. Right, thank you for that. Thank Interesting you. insights. <laughs> Miller, thoughts? We're talking out of arse. Well, how'd she get here? How'd she get the tickets to get in this event? Who let her in? Steph oh, oh, Smithy, Smithy, captain choices. I mean, I personally just go, why would you not captain Haaland? And that's, that's it. That's it. That's that, that. You have the easiest job in all of fantasy football. I do. I know. Uh, you know, I would say my captain choice is easier than his because I've got one good player. You've at least got some others to choose from. Wow, that is the most self-deprecating sentence let's, I've ever I mean, heard. Let's not do Sancho any justice. Like, you know, oh, I mean, Miller, play the theme tune. <laughs> oh, I have never... I have ne this is literally like bat choking the season. Miller choked on the spot here. BDB just squared the ball to Miller in front of the goal. He, 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 went, ended up over. Uh, he went full Chris Wood and just skied it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, for our YouTube watchers, yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, Alex Miller bobbing then in, in agony trying to come up with a theme tune on the spot. Sidebar, Miller's theme tunes are always fantastic. Anyway, carry on. That was atrocious. Thank you. Next question. Next question. Is the Eva a cruel but mysterious wise mistress that you'll never understand? No, I've had her. I've had her in my bed. I, I know her inside out. 
once you get to know her, once you get to know and understand her, she is kind, she is caring, but she re she rejects losers, and unfortunately there's a lot of people that are. As a three-time loser, I, I <laughs> my relationship with Eva has been very fragile. I know, I would go as far as saying I know nothing. Luke, I mean, during the summer months, I will get to know her quite well, so I will, um, I'll pass through to next year, I suppose. Oh, okay. I know her very intimately. As you know, I'm a one-time winner of this Luke. Co-winner. Look, looking to get my second solo win. I know her very well. We spent a lot of time together. She has my number. Please call me. Richard, as a first-time member of this league, how do you view Eva? Comes and goes. She's there some nights, she's not other nights. Depends if Chelsea are playing. Next. Are, are pickups just pure luck or is there a skill to them? Well, it depends who you ask because some people are very good at pickups and some people, uh, they copy don't they, copy Ian, they don't get the look, do they? Has anyone around the table had a good pickup recently they want to talk about? I mean, uh, there was Matoma who then Ian picked up afterwards. I've, I've just picked up Facebook this week and two assists. There was also um, Jared Bowen, who Joe decided to throw us, throw aside. Um, so yeah, pickups can be a certain a bit of luck, but also there is a skill for assuming someone else was failing them, and then you can get them in afterwards. Ferguson for Brighton striker. Great pickup, great pickup. I find it quite hard to do ad drops because I, as soon as I get a player, I love them. They're part of my family. They're coming out for Christmas, so. Dropping them, I just find it too hard. So, I think pickups are interesting. I've had a few decent ones this year. In Katia got me points, you know. So um, it's uh, something that is interesting. Yes, he, uh, uh, Stefan, picked up Almiron. But have you had any good pickups this year, or is your team set in stone? No, nah, my team's solid, mate. First of all, like I picked a winning team, and I don't need to make any pickups. All I'm doing this year is I'm just, I'm just. I'm just getting, you know, I'm making it more in games for everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm letting everyone catch, I'm letting everyone catch up. So then I sneak above them and I win the Eva. It's entertaining, mate. It's entertaining, mate. It's entertaining. Are you winning? In life, yes. Eva, no. <laughs> the most depressing answer I've ever heard. Next question. Okay. Um, I was ignored there. One Bissaka, great pickup. <laughs> What is something you would change about this league? The commissioner. The commissioner. Hmm. You had a good idea earlier. I did. Uh, I, 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 you, you two, you two spouted off too quickly there. I thought it was like a theme. Um, I think that you should be able to trade different positions for different positions. Interesting. Uh, the commissioner, we need a better leader. Less southerners. Remove captains. Controversial. Wow, uh, I think Bat, Bat, Bat would struggle with removing captains because Haaland has got him double points every week for the, like, the last 17 weeks. Um, in, in correspondence to Bat's point, um, and I'm very, very real risk here, less Northerners, like, come on. Like... I have to say, I do believe the 50-50 split between North and South has provided us with the most healthy competition all season. What's the score again? What's the score again? How many wins have the North got? Bowler is very brave for a Harry Potter lookalike. <laughs> I'm going to put him in the fucking ground. Considering he's currently living and residing in the north, Adam Bowler. Yes. He told me earlier today that he's visited Leeds for the last two days. He's enjoyed it so much that he plans on staying. Thoughts? 
I feel like this is a grey fog that is uh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. Even though I would like to revisit Richard's argument. Who will win the North versus South battle? <laughs> Let's take a vote. What? North. 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 North, yeah. South. North. North because they need something good in their life. Oh. Wow. I don't know what we're going to. What we're going to. Wow. Yeah, you're even close. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> you can't give me my let's, let's revisit the table. What are the scores at the minute? Where, where's the South? Where's the South? Where's the South? How many Northerners are in the play? Oh, they are, yes, that's very true. But how many Northerners are in the player positions compared to the Southerners? How many Northerners have won the whole thing? Changing of the tide, baby. Changing of the tide. Next question. Next question. Um, did Aaron and Johnny break the rules? Let's keep this to one word answers, please. Aaron, did we break the rules? Yes or no? <laughs> For the record, Aaron, is, Aaron has got his head in his hands. Is this what you told me about? Explain. When... One word answers, though. I'm, try oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Joe, Joe deducted points from you. For no reason. But was it, though? Uh, thank you. We'll, we'll, fi we'll find out on finals day when I, when I genuinely fight Joe. <laughs> I'm genuinely going to fight him. I'm going to grab I'm going to rest him to the ground, and I'm going to make him admit he's a fucking little, small, little, tiny mouth, man. Oh, shit. Is this when Richard... Did something that then you did. No, then we got the blame. Oh, oh, it was no, it was you were cons like he made it out as if you were conspiring with Richard. When actually, but in fairness, no, this isn't. This isn't defence. This isn't defensive, Richard. Richard, you're a Mac and Bam defending you. So what? No, I just mean as in it was Richard's first time doing fantasy. So in defence, but you had nothing to do with it. Thank you, I had nothing to do with it, but... I agree, I think they were supporting a team member who was no, very new to the league, did nothing wrong, they were just passing on advice. They didn't break the rules, no. They shouldn't be held accountable for someone else's error and foibles. All they did was tell a friend, hey, you've missed the deadline, and I wouldn't do that if I was you. It's all part and parcel, it's all fair, but we also have our own gender, we're all trying to win in our own ways. Break no rules, they just took advantage of something. What a concise and beautiful answer from a loyal, loyal boy. I think you're all a bunch of fucking cheats, you know. You were there, you bastard! You were there! You were there! I actually weren't there! Because when he went, oh yeah, Stefan was there, I went, what the fuck are you on about? But, but, Stefan was there, wasn't he? You were there at the time of the incursion, but me and you were not present in the actual... We were not, we were not around the circle. I was having a beer, like, this is a nice place, this, like, this is a nice atmosphere. I like this, and then, I don't know, something around me happened, but I don't know what happened. So I was just like, you know what I mean? I was against you that game week. And I was, I was looking at teams like, who the fuck's scoring, you know what I mean? I didn't know about Rich and that, I don't give a fuck about that. I was like, shit, I'm king, leave me alone. <laughs> To sum that up, the general consensus is that Joe and Aaron, Joe and Aaron did nothing wrong, and that Richard misplaced or accidentally did something wrong, and that I reported it through a public platform such as the podcast, and then have been punished for it by a very small, small man. Richard, can we get other views? 
Right, next question. Well, no, no, no. Next question, next question. I've got a view on this. Is I feel like when good men say nothing, atrocities can happen. You have watched someone do a, commit a crime and you just watched it go by and held it onto for some content. That is, you sit there. Yes, and I, 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 yes, and I don't, I can't argue about it. I got a point of punishment, but you sit there and watch someone do no, it. No, 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 no. I'm allowed to finish my answer. Thank you very much, Johnny. I have a right to my. I just saying is, um, you, you, you as a senior member in the league watch someone edit their team and said nothing. And that, for the record, we never saw him do it. It was only an insinuation at which we told him not to. We never see, he went off to the Ferrari, or he went to the toilets to do it, like a freak. It's not Richard's fault. Or, but I'm not, no, like it's not Richard's fault. Or, it's also not yours and Aaron's fault. Thank you. Whose fault not, is it? Joe. Joe's fault, next question. But, but, I, I just feel like throughout all this, I, I, the only way I can equate it to what people might actually understand is that, imagine you're a small child, <laughs> in the in the 80s slash 90s and, and you're going and you're, it's the best day of your life you're excited to be with everyone and you go to the BBC studios <laughs> and Jimmy Savile puts his arm around you I knew it was going there <laughs> 80s, 90s BBC I went, here we go <laughs> I feel... <laughs> Honestly, the injustice to what's happened to me and Johnny is worse than every single Jimmy Samuel's victims. The injustice that we've suffered is much worse. I'll tell you right now, if we, if I miss out on the playoffs by one point, or Aaron falls into Titus by one point, the riots will be off the chain, will it not? They will. That will be my favourite thing from this season if that happens. <laughs> Next question. Where are you going to finish this season? Aaron Price. Fourth. Johnny Snelling, second. Top of the league, six points. Uh, second playoff, then I'll be the winner. I'm not bothered, you know what I mean? <laughs> Here's what it is. I, I, yeah. Says the person that's in first. Yeah, you know what I mean? If I, if I stay there, if I stay there, sound. If not, it doesn't really matter, innit? It's only a game. Where are you going to finish? Eighth. Always be on target, always will be. <laughs> I'm going to say, just I'm going to enjoy my season in sixth. You know, just I watch what's going around me. I'm here for the fun of watching you lot collapse around me. Right. Thank you. Great answers. Their draft. You fucked up your draft. You don't need it. You don't need it anymore. You don't need it. Enjoying Trippier. I don't need to enjoy any other winning and so I got Trippier, that's all I needed. Next question. You only need trips and that's it. Next question. So, how is Rich doing in his first year? I'm content. Content like a lamb. Lamb week, baby. <laughs> There's a reason we call him the lamb, folks. I'm happy he's here. <laughs> Do you know what? I also am happy he's here. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Junior season, first, uh, first season, he's doing all right. As long as you stay out the tightest, you're all right with me, kid. Well done. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I agree with Bart, you know what I mean? Nice to have him here. I, you know what I mean? It's my, I was newbie last year, so it's, it's not, it's not if, easy. If I'm a lamb, what's Joe? 
a bitch. <laughs> Even though he's a dirty Mackham, I'm very happy that he's here today. Very well summed up. I think that's how we all feel. Mainly through fear. He's someone that I bonded with over the hatred of the people between the divide. He hates the southerners, and I'm... I have a lot of disdain for Northerners, it's fine. <laughs> right, thank you for that. Someone needs to replace Bill Hill in this league, and I will step up in that place. You will have a horrible demise, Bola, if that's the case. I mean, um, I probably could steal some more. Do you enjoy I have a the question. podcast? Is Johnny thirsty? Do you enjoy what's the question? Do you enjoy the podcast? Aaron, do you enjoy the podcast? Only when I'm on it. I enjoy the podcast. Even when I'm not on it. Do you enjoy the podcast? I only enjoy it when I've been mentioned. <laughs> I find it insightful, engaging and full of content. Uh, it's my little baby, my little project, of course. I love it. I uh, can't wait for it to expand and grow its demographic. Yeah, I like podcast. It's nice. Uh, you know what I mean? It strokes the ego, especially when you're up top, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, nah, it's, it's, it's sound. Sometimes... <laughs> did you, Steph, did you like the podcast when we kept saying about your flex midfield? I've got my flex midfield. Yeah, that's what made me push up, mate. You know what I mean? Took it personally and uh, I got where I am today. You know what I mean? And it's, it's fair, you know? What a great answer. <laughs> no comment. Um, I mean, I enjoy it somewhat, but I mean, if there could be less bashing of certain southern members of the league, that would be greatly appreciated. We will take that into account but we cannot guarantee anything so we got a final two questions to offer for you guys which manager would you trust the most to look after your team for the rest of the season wow which manager would you trust the most to look after your team for the rest of the season i would trust miller because he's my loyal boy aaron who would you trust um bowler because i can control him with fear <laughs> steph who would you like to control your team for the rest of the season I'll pick Sarah, because she's the brains behind it, you know what I mean? The brains behind what, Stefan? Uh, just you, mate, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would trust Aaron, because we are Team North, so... Team North, Dylan. My boy, Johnny, of course. Oh, the Do you have any other lamb-based friends? I can't think of anyone... They're all vegetarian. ...who I would trust. Vegan. Um, don't know. All right, who would you least trust? You. <laughs> For the record, he's pointing at Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, the smart answer would be Ian to run my team, but I would trust Aaron to run my team because he asked my advice anyway, so I'll be running it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bowler just played the reverse card live in person. <laughs> so, we're on the final question of this open table. I did. Um, uh, out of the current top four, and in case you're not aware of the league, it is Johnny, Alex, Steph and Bat who are the top four. Who is going to let it slip? Who's going to let it slip? Who's going to wow. let it slip? Stefan, 100%. Oh! Flex, flex midfielders cannot carry you to the playoff. Hey, I, I had flex midfielders, not anymore, you know what I mean? Uh, do you know what? There's a reason he's called the let it slip one. And that is Bat. Bat's going to let it slip. Luke? 
I'm going to flip reverse you and say you're going to let it slip. Oh. All right, Missy Elliott. Uh, <laughs> it, it, pays me, it pays me to say... He's All right, I changed my mind. He's fucking Steph. Fuck you, Steph. <laughs> it pays me to say, but I think Bat is going to let it slip. I think he's too dependent on Haaland. What? Uh, I ain't got a Scooby. You know what I mean? As long as it's not me, I'll be happy. You know, we'll, you know, we'll see. Uh, I don't even know who, who's it top four. Ah, oh, you, Johnny. Yeah, you see you later, mate. I would love to say Johnny, but I think Sarah's too clever. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Bat. See, uh, kind of along the idea that um, Rich saying, but I feel Johnny will be the one to let it slip because Sarah will eventually lose motivation for not getting the credit for his work. <laughs> Actually, it is Johnny, because I've found out today that Sarah doesn't know the difference between Brighton, Brentford, or Bournemouth. <laughs> so, they're both as bad as each other. Aaron said that I'm going to let it slip because you, who runs my team, doesn't know the difference between Brighton, Brentford, and Bournemouth. Aaron! <laughs> it's the truth! <laughs> uh, thank you very much for participating in the open roundtable questions. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you all again next year. Big hand for yourself. Well done, everyone. Well, wasn't that fascinating what what transpired during those conversations? How did Johnny become the host of that? I, this is my thing. The classic Johnny just waltzes in and takes control of things like it's some sort of classroom. Ugh, but I'll give, give it to him. He did conduct it very well and vigilate it. Uh, that, was, that was quite fascinating. It was so fascinating that somehow we're now on the way home. But time flies when you're having fun. And you know what? I managed to hear Richard for the first time this, this, uh, with, uh, in this round table. He looks a lot different than I thought, don't you? I don't know. if I, I feel like the, it matches what you, the mysterious nature of him a little bit anyway. Are you saying that his looks match his team effort? Shit. I will neither confirm nor deny this response. I think we all know what that means, Boulder. Well, this has been a, a different episode wouldn't you agree i think this is a, it's been a different tone we've got to have more we've got to include all of the league's viewpoints instead of just one set of podcast hosts and next time let's hope they come down south shall we god i don't want to come back here again oh we were literally we ran out there we yeah i said one more pint we're like no thank you we know when it's time to leave I, uh, and look it's so flat down here as well it's so uh, and less fog as well. Why is it so foggy and dreary? I mean, it, it feels like I'm actually getting to see colour for the first time this weekend. Oh, let's never do this again. Oh, they can never win again. No, no, not at all. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Thanks for doing this. Uh, best of luck for the rest of the season, staying mid-table, I think. I, I mean, that, that's the best that I can hope for right now, but uh, we've been glad to be coming in your ears. Every time, anywhere any place, any medium will be coming in your ears. Thank you. This is our friend Hindsight on the road. We'll see you soon. But not as soon as you hear us first. Oh, let's stop the recording. I don't know what to say. <laughs>